So good morning, everyone. I lead the team that oversees uh, New Life Community Church, and it's an exciting season for us together as we continue to learn what it is to be one family, uh, meeting across different locations, currently both in Wimborne and Fornenbridge. And last week we began our DNA series, looking at the vision that we hope to be carrying together as a local church family. And that vision is to see many people's lives transformed by Jesus, to be a local church that pioneers and helps establish new communities of believers. I'll wait for that slide to pop up, Nick. Thanks, mate. Cheers, man. (laughs) And then uh, to provide love and support for those who struggle with life's challenges. Okay, so the vision is about where we are going, our destination, what we're aiming for, and our vision statements reflect what we believe God has commanded and called us together to do as a church family. So if vision is about where we are going, mission is about how we are going to do it, the steps we are going to take to fulfill that vision. And last week, we took some time to unpack the first statement regarding our vision as one church family, which was to see many people's lives transformed by Jesus. And to summarize, we'll try and pack that together into one paragraph. This is our passion together as a church family, in line with God's heart, to see many people impacted and changed by the love of Jesus Christ. It's our commitment to be sharers of this good news and to help each other in our journey with Jesus. And it informs the way that we go about doing things as a church family. Today we are going to be looking at the second vision statement that we hope to carry together, which is to be a local church that pioneers and helps establish new communities of believers. What is it to be a pioneering church family? I I believe that that pioneering spirit can be helpfully, hopefully, hopefully summed up by quoting the great starship captain of the USS Enterprise to pioneers to go to boldly go where no one has gone before. And the dictionary puts this exploration of unknown territory as point number one when defining the word pioneer. This is the f- being the first to pave the way, to f- first set foot on the land. So as the dictionary starts with land or territory, we're going to do the same. And so we're going to look at pioneering through exploration. As a church family, through faith and prayer, God called a community of believers to begin meeting together in Fordingbridge over 15 years ago with a heart to see many people's lives transformed by Jesus. Of course, that would have been a very similar story for those who are part of the Wimborne team when you set out with the same heart to see lives transformed by Jesus over seven years ago. Whilst that transforming work and the role of the church family now both here and in Fordingbridge is far from done, we have learned through the years that the impact of this church family, like a cup that is full and runs over, is to spill out to the neighboring villages and towns surrounding us. And to clarify, it is more than just being a blessing or to be a blessing, but concerns the establishing of new cups to be filled, new cups to be running over, and more blessing to impact the surrounding areas. In 2 2 Kings chapter 4, we have this wonderful historical account where God miraculously 
provides for a widow and her family. The blessing and provision of God was there as long as there were jars to be filled. As long as there were jars, the oil kept on coming, and we have felt prophetically as a church family that our role is to keep bringing the next jar of church activity to God. As long as we keep bringing the jars, God will keep pouring out his provision. Jesus has commissioned us as his church to make disciples of all nations and to do so by going into all of the world to proclaim the gospel. So it should be of no surprise that although we love church here and in Fallingbridge, we are neither settled nor satisfied by this alone. God has burdened us with a great love for his gospel to be poured out. Amen. The love we have for our communities we live in, Fallingbridge and Wimborne and surrounding areas, they have been born out of a passion to see these communities transformed. And we believe that in addition, because of God's great love, he has impressed upon us new communities to be passionate about. To boldly go, and I always get that word confused. I, I can't, I'm, I'm very, find it very challenging to get the word bold and bald. I get it confused. One means one and one means the other. And I never know which. So I'm always thinking courageously, okay? And not the other. <clears throat> to boldly go is to go with courage. But the courage of the church should feel different to any other courage the rest of the world might experience. In the book of Joshua, chapter 1, God speaks to Joshua and he says, Be strong and courageous. For you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Here in this context, a leadership baton has been handed over from Moses, who has now died, to Joshua. And Joshua is Moses' point of successor, and he is to continue the ongoing mission to go, therefore, and get on board with what God is doing. God is leading Israel into the land that he has historically promised them, and they are about to cross the Jordan River into that land. So this is like a huge moment for Israel and a huge moment for the leadership of Joshua. Be strong and courageous in that chapter alone is mentioned four times, and it's a very short chapter, which leads me to think that quite naturally Joshua would have been quite nervous about these next mission steps. However... It does not deter him in continuing to lead the people toward the vision, the destination God had given them. The key affirming factor in Joshua's courage was God being with them. We can have courage to do lots of things in this life, but when it is the church getting on board with what God is doing, that courage is underpinned by God's presence going before them and being with them. As you see in the book of Joshua, to boldly go with courage into new lands is not going to be without its battles. For Israel, when they crossed the river, it was the city of Jericho that they first encountered. In the New Testament, when the Apostle Paul courageously pioneered to where the gospel had never been preached before, he encountered battles. He suffered. The church suffered. But that did not prevent what God was doing, and it did not deter Paul from continuing to fulfill the vision that God has set before him. Dear church, to all of you who are here, those who may be listening online, as an eldership team, we believe that we have a mandate from God to explore 
new lands, new territories to boldly go, maybe not necessarily where no man has gone before, but certainly to land that might be new for us, new communities for us to get passionate about, new places where we want to see many people's lives transformed by Jesus. And we are to have courage in doing this, not an earthly courage, something that merely reflects strength to do something in light of adversity, but a courage that is underpinned by the certainty of God being with us and God going before us. A courage that comes with the faith that we are hearing from God and are on board with what God is doing. A courage that says that despite our weakness and fear, we will trust in God's strength and commitment. So what does that mean for us, really, as one church family? What does it look like to put it into practice? Well, to do that, I'm going to look at it in two parts, both local impact and global impact. Through God's word, through prayer, through prophetic words given over the church, and before we even started this journey of being one, one family in multiple locations, sorry, excuse me, we have felt a permission and a burden to start exploring. And we've already started that exploration in a village called Downton. So if you don't know, Downton is 10 to 15 minutes like north of Fording Bridge uh, and heading towards Salisbury. It's, um, if you've ever done Cuckoo Festival at all, that's like the main kind of like moment for Downton where thousands of people come each year. Um, it's been a while since its last census, so it's probably a little bit more than where it's at now, but the population is estimated about 3,000 people, not including the surrounding areas. And for some of those connected particularly to the Fordingbridge site, they all know Downton well, uh, because the village or the surrounding areas are actually home for them. So this has now been on our hearts for some time and was particularly affirmed through that historical account of Jonathan and his armor-bearer that we find in 1 Samuel 14. So this is where Jonathan decides to go and take a peek at the Philistine garrison. So if you're not sure what a garrison is, it's where a group of soldiers are stationed. And these particular soldiers are part of a nation that are enemies to Jonathan and the people of Israel. So Jonathan wants to go take a peek. And luckily for his armor bearer, he gets to go as well. And I imagine it's a bit like that scene where Sam and Frodo are venturing into Mordor and they get to take a peek at the Black Gate for the first time. You know? And so... On approach to the garrison, Jonathan says to his armor-bearer, come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. In other words, you know, let's go over there, we'll give the enemy a wave, and see if God is with us or not with us. Anyone done that yet? I haven't tried that yet. In other words, let's go over there. So let's go over there. It hits here. The exploration becomes more intentional. They have to find out. They have to find out. And that's where we felt, well, I guess we were last summer. We had to find out as an eldership team. We wanted to be more intentional about finding out God's purpose for us in Downton. So September last year, a life group that was and is intentionally concerned about the village of Downton began to meet. So this is made up of people who are geographically located there alongside others who have a heart to be on board with what God is doing and how he's leading us as a church family. And we can confirm, I'm delighted to confirm that God is certainly at work there stirring up his people for his purposes in that village. And the life group and the whole group, they're doing this incredible job, really incredible job at starting to build relationship within that community. 
They are passionate about Downton and have started a once a month prayer meeting in the village memorial hall for all those who love Jesus and to come and pray for the village. So our next step of intentionality would see like a work of service, what we could establish in Downton, you know, whether that's an alpha or a cap life skills or, you know, uh, we have a fantastic postnatal care program that's run by a lady of the church called Alice Aston. And she does that through a parenting group called Little Buds. Either way, we'll start something along those lines, stepping out of faith with something that serves the community. So with all of that in mind, I'd invite you to be praying for us as a church family. This is us together. If you feel you have some wisdom or a word of encouragement regarding this exploration, and hear this one as well, or you feel equally stirred for this village or maybe another village or town that arises on your heart. I want to hear what God is doing with you. Hear what God is pressing on you. Hear what God is speaking to you. There's an existing church presence in Downton, but like Terry Virgo says, there are no well-worn paths, and what we are doing by exploring the land is trying to be faithful, really, to God's leadership over us. So we'll see what happens. So that's just a taste of local impact. So let's touch on global impact, shall we? So Christ has given his church that mandate to go into the world. So, of course, global impact of this local church family is not far off our radar. You only have to take what Jesus can do with five loaves and two fish to know that he can take the little that we have to offer and use it to bless thousands. However, in addition to that, we have also had a prophetic word that was given to us uh, by the lovely Mick Taylor. Does anyone know? Does everyone know Mick Taylor? Yeah, he's a love, lovely pastoral, apostolic kind of guy who has a great teaching gift. And he gave us a, a word regarding the global impact that this church family will have. Which is, you know, jeepers. I think at this, at this stage, and even then, and, and even now, and uh, as an eldership team, as a church, we're still working through to see what that means. And so even though that might not be clear at this stage, it's still very much in our thoughts when praying and planning. However, it is important that we have those things in mind, that we don't just cast them to the side. We are aware of it. God is going to use us, and we have faith for that, for global impact. And it may mean doing nothing more than what we are currently doing at the moment. But I do think it feels like a greater encouragement or exhortation to get on and do the things that we are more certain of with humility, with conviction, with confidence, with courage, and with a heart of excellence that brings glory to God. Church family, I think we should be greatly humbled and encouraged by these things. You know, we are on mission together, and what we are going to do together has local and global impacts to the glory of his name. So it's pioneering through exploration of land to boldly go. The dictionary then goes on to say, to define pioneering through enterprise or development, to be first or among the first in creating, driving, and establishing new things. So that's meaning, like, as a church family, we aspire to be forerunners in effective ways of doing things. Um, In the First World War, trench warfare resulted in thousands of soldiers being killed without really any territorial gains for either side involved. With one army in one trenches on one side and the other army in trenches on the other side, each side would just cancel each other out 
with great cost to human life. And this was done over the land that stood between them, which would be known as no man's land. If one side was going to press on and gain territory, a solution was required. And it's because of this very issue, the cost of lives, the stalemates, the inability for the military to press forward and gain ground, that Winston Churchill commissioned British engineers and fought for the need for investment into new solutions that would overcome the trench warfare challenge. The result was the creation of a vehicle that could successfully navigate and overcome such terrain, aptly codenamed tank. We are creative beings made in the image of our creator God. And for this reason, enough, that as a church family, we should be inspired to be entrepreneurial, to be creative, to be pioneers in a way that we go about fulfilling the vision that God has given us. Groundbreaking, pioneering stuff is happening all the time across the world. In fact, I, I can barely keep, keep up with it now. <laughs> I just, you know, you think that you get used to one iPhone or one Android, you know, and I thought I was, I was all right with it. And now I'm just already relinquishing my ability to keep up with the times. When I see this, though, I do see mankind in the image of God reflecting the goodness of God, how much more so should the church, those made in the image of God and redeemed by God, be forerunners and leaders in pioneering new things and new ways of doing things? I just want to highlight one of the ways that we feel as a church family we've been able to do that. So we live in a rural context, and so that, that, that places a different emphasis on the way that we Think about and view church family and how we do church family. Especially if we liken it to the way a church might operate in a city context. You know, how do we outwork the vision that God has given us within the context we're in? A while ago now, you know, God spoke to us again prophetically about having visibility in the high street of, at the time of Falling Bridge. So just bear in mind, I think these, all of these things, as we're thinking about it, the, the story and the narrative points to the way that we aim to deliver, I think, you know, within Wimborne and, you know, who knows, you know, hopefully Downton down the road. We want to hear from God and we want to act on what God is speaking about. And we want to see that outworked within our local communities. We have a heart and a hope to reach deep into the heart of Wimborne and its family, to be present there, to be visible there, to work shoulder to shoulder alongside each and every single person as much as we can, anyway. And it starts somewhere, doesn't it? So we had a prophetic word about visibility in the high street of Fordenbridge, and it's one thing, I guess, to gain a building in good location. It's another thing to successfully outwork the life of the church and its vision and how it operates. And that is really where God has given great gifts of people people with an entrepreneurial drive combined with a passion for his church. So I just want to, I do want to take a moment to honor the people God has given us across Wimborne and Fordingbridge. We have many gifts of people at New Life Community Church. There are gifts of people who are entrepreneurial in this room. Gifts that are going to help enable and inspire and create and pave paths into this community. 
I want to honour the people God has um, given us, particularly for those guys who have, <laughs> uh, who have put the, you know, really spent a huge amount of time into, into the operation of the branch, which is our premises. This has been done just not by replicating an existing practice, by looking, but by looking to serve the vision of the church, the context and the community which we live. And the guys who have done this, they've particularly helped and continue to do so by God's grace. God's grace. They've, they've breathed a great deal of life into a building to be used for the glory of God. So I do want to take an opportunity to honor them. If you ever meet them, you ever get to see them, which you will do, one church weekends, one church Sundays, phone calls away, that's Nikki, Nikki Williams, who, um, no relation, by the way. It's a bit strange that Nikki, yeah, Nikki's our branch, branch manager. She is fantastic and great, entre- has a great entrepreneurial drive. And Joe, one of our church, media, church administrators, she also is the same thing. I want to honor the people that, that God has given us. And what we've uh, have managed to establish through the work of the church and the branch has really opened the, op- the door for us to really consider what we can do in other local communities. So this really sets the expectation, the tone, and permission to consider how we might pioneer in all types of church life, using our theological foundations and convictions to inspire our creativity. We have many people with great gifting across the breadth of this wonderful church family, and I am particularly excited about the new things we will pioneer together. So a final note then. So the vision of New Life Community Church is to be a local church that pioneers and helps establish new communities of believers. Establishing new communities of believers is an important one because like seeing many people's lives transformed by Jesus, we have a commitment not just to see people cross the line of faith, but to journey with them so that they grow in their faith and knowledge of God. That's what discipleship is. To establish new communities of believers is then then not just about paving the way through pioneering, but a commitment that says we are in it for the long haul. When the Apostle Paul pioneered by bringing the gospel into new territory, he boldly went with courage in response to God's leadership. And you know he invested time and energy into each place gathering believers for a year or maybe a couple of years before he looked to pioneer elsewhere. However... Paul didn't just leave it there. To establish that community, he made sure that through his team, elders were appointed to oversee and support the ongoing life of the church in each area. Ongoing life and fruitfulness was Paul's concern, and that should be our concern as well. We want to see many people's lives transformed by Jesus to pioneer and pave the way in order to establish new communities of believers, meaning we don't just move on, we commit to the ongoing life and fruitfulness of each established gathering of believers. So how do we respond to such things then together? So as we explore and become more intentional about places like Downton and what we do here in Wimborne, as we look to pioneer and establish, as we seek to serve and honor God through the vision he has given us, we will continually need God's wisdom, his counsel, his comfort, and confirmation the sign of his favor, and the support of his people. When Jonathan makes the call to head towards the Philistine garrison, his armor bearer responds by saying, do all that is in your heart. Do as you wish. Behold, I am with you, heart and soul. The armor bearer is knitted 
heart and soul to the leadership of Jonathan. As an eldership team, we view that as another sign of God's favor. The, the local church family responding in such a way to church leadership says that we are with you, heart and soul. So when we go ahead and have that, what would seem like a God speaks to us, visibility on high street, we're going to go for a building, we're going to try and put something out. When we, we think about what God's speaking to us in Wimborne, and we think, my gosh, we're going to try and pioneer something new here. If we, we value a church family saying, we're knitted with you, we're with you, heart and soul. And that supports not to inflate our egos, but to confirm what God is doing in our hearts and how he's leading us as a church family. It's affirmation. It's affirmation. So through this journey of being one church family across multiple locations, as an eldership team, that is ultimately our hope and prayer, that you feel knitted heart and soul to the vision and mission steps we're embracing and taking together. So the vision of New Life Community Church is to be a local church that pioneers and helps establish new communities of believers. Can I invite the worship team to come back up? And can we stand together? Before the guys uh, continue to lead us in worship, in a way of response really, bringing it back to who he is, what he's done and what he's doing. I do want to take a moment just to wait on the Holy Spirit. Even the way that Carl's led us this morning is about waiting here for you. Breathe on us, oh God. Worthy are you to build my life upon. Your love is firm foundation. You are worthy. You are worthy, God. You are worthy for us to be faithful risk takers. To the glory of your name, we will go where no one has gone before. To the glory of your name, we will go with courage. To the glory of your name because of who you are we know that the courage we go with is not like any other courage but because we know that you go before us and are with us I just I want to speak to um, individuals here this morning just as you pause before God as you're waiting on him as you're inviting him to breathe on you and to speak to you this morning. I do feel at this point an urge, really, to commission some of you to step up. And that's going to feel like, you know, for, the per- for the person that I'm speaking to or for the people that I'm speaking to, that's going to feel like no surprise to you, okay? <laughs> So if it feels like a surprise to you, don't worry. That's, the word is not going to feel like a surprise to the people I'm speaking to. A commission for you to step up. You will know who you are. 
And this is is supposed to feel like a commissioning moment for you. A moment of mobilization. Some of you are pioneers here. Pioneers to boldly go. Pioneers to pave the way. Maybe that's in exploration of land. Maybe that's in enterprise. Either way, it's, it's not just to pioneer, but it's to establish help bring about something that is long-lasting, that the fruitfulness of it is measured in its longevity. When other things fall, this will stand. And I feel God will be laying this afresh on your heart this morning. Maybe that's something that's been embedded in you for a long time. God's awakening that for you afresh this morning. Maybe you've been nervous that you can't carry or pioneer and you're not the person you're a Gideon type guys uh, just wanting to uh, hide away in the background and God is calling you out to pioneer and to pave the way this might result in new mission steps for you this morning new areas of activity or maybe it's just going to be the re-cementing of your feet that says I'm here I am knitted heart and soul to what God is doing here. So if you've felt that that conviction from God that says, hey, remember what I spoke to your spirit. Remember what I brought to your mind. I want to commission you afresh this morning to press and to pioneer and to pave the way through exploration of land, through enterprise, and to bring something that is long-lasting. So I would just like, as we continue to respond in worship, if that's you particularly, I think it's important. I would love to pray with you, and I've asked Aaron and Lou to be available as well. If you just want to come and be prayed for and say, yeah, I felt that commission from God. I felt something in my spirit. And I think we want to be intentional about praying with you and bringing that about. So Heavenly Father, as we respond in worship, I want to thank you that you've called us to be a pioneering and establishing church that will have both local and global impact according to what you are speaking over us as a church family. God, let that humble us afresh in light of who you are and what you are doing, but may it also motivate us for mission. God, we love you. We thank you. We are your bride. This is your story. Once again, help us to be faithful and be on board with what you are doing. Will you lead us and show us your favor and help us to be adventurous in line with your calling over us. In Jesus' name.